Good morning, New Life. Uh, I am Pastor Greg, and we have the joy of diving into God's Word together in another of the devotions. We're going through 1 Peter, and this morning we're going to finish out chapter 1. You'll start chapter 2 tomorrow. Um, before we dive in, I want to encourage you, if you have not listened to Gary Williams' devotion yesterday on hope, you need to go do that. There is something about a grandfatherly slash fatherly or grandmotherly slash motherly life experience that he poured into that devotion, Walking Through Hope. I thought it was really rich, and you would enjoy doing that. So this morning, we're going to walk through um, three verses together, four verses together, and um, I, I, I'm going to pause after every verse. It is extremely rich. It's in 1 Peter chapter 1, 22 through 25, and um, I'll share with you ahead of time where this is going is going to be a real firm challenge for you and me to have the Word of God, both Scripture and the Gospel, flow through our lives today that we would love people, that we would be patient with people, that we would be kind with people, that we would be forgiving towards people, that we would be gracious towards people. Um, so let's dive in. We'll go verse by verse. We're going to start in verse 22. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. Now that's a real rich verse uh, that starts by telling us that, that because we've purified our souls by our obedience to the truth. So I wanna, I wanna pause even there. There are two ways in which our souls are purified. One is salvation when we are born again, when Jesus Christ washes our sins away, we are purified in him. All of our sins are paid for, past, present, and future. His blood washes us clean and we are purified. But that's, that's a purification that we don't participate in. And this verse is saying we participate. It says, having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth, for a sincere brotherly love. So the other way that we are purified is after salvation, we're sanctified. We walk through a process where Jesus is making us into his image. He's molding us and shaping us in life. And we participate in that. In fact, it's possible to grow lazy in our faith and to kind of plateau. Um, I, I don't know what kind of exercise you're trying to get during this coronavirus season. Um, I started, I, I haven't done push-ups and sit-ups in, in a while. I do other exercises. I started doing push-ups and sit-ups um, along with extra hiking at, at the beginning of this process. And one thing I learned right away is push-ups and sit-ups are harder than they used to be. Any muscle we have, if we don't use it, it begins to deteriorate. And um, you could say the same about our faith. If we plateau in our faith, if we don't work on our faith, if we don't um, discipline ourselves like an athlete to walk after Christ, we will deteriorate spiritually. And this is saying that we have purified our souls by our obedience to the truth. And what, what truth is it talking about? So having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love. So this is saying you're working 
at loving your brother in such a way that it's purifying your soul. You're working at being gracious to each other. You're working at forgiving each other. You're working at not, not taking offense or bearing grudges. You're working at being patient and kind. That's, that's hard hitting. Um, again, I don't know what living quarters look like for you um, during this season, but chances are you've spent more time with the people in your home if, if you live with others. And, and it's like being a little kid in the backseat of a car on a family vacation. Um, you can start to fight kind of quick. You can, you can get at each other's nerves. I, I, I don't know if that's happening, um, but maybe it's a purifying season. Jesus says here through Peter that we've purified our souls by obeying the truth, by choosing to follow after God rather than conform to the world in the way that we love each other. Love one another earnestly from a pure heart. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't say enough. What is it to be kind? What is it to be patient? It gives the reason here as it goes on in verse 23. Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. So saying, I, I'm calling you to refine yourself and purify yourself in the way that you love other people because first, you've been born again. We have the spirit of God living in us. We have the word of God living in us. And because we're born again, because we have Jesus in us, we have to purify ourselves and love others in the way that we have been loved. That's a high calling. So Jesus is patient with me and with you, way beyond what we deserve. He is kind with you and with me, way beyond what we deserve. And he is calling us then to be patient and kind with others, with, with toddlers, with babies, with teenagers, with, with, with parents, with brothers, with sisters, with neighbors. He's calling us to bear one another's burdens and forgive each other. And the standard is that we're to forgive each other just as Jesus has forgiven us. We've never earned God's forgiveness. And so we have to forgive others when they don't do anything to earn our forgiveness either. Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God, for, and then he goes on, all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass wither and the flower, flower fail, falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. So this word of God, this is a quote from Isaiah chapter 40. This word of God is two things. It's the gospel. It is the, the good news of Jesus Christ and the way he loves us. And it is this word. It's this word. So because the gospel is inside of us, because this holy scripture is inside of us, we are called to love other people. For if we don't love, we don't really have the word inside of us. This changes us and molds us to love other people. And not only does it make us do that, but then we choose out of obedience to do that, to purify ourselves. We come alongside the gospel inside of us and say, okay, oh, gospel, I want you to have your way today. 
Scripture, I want you to have your way today in a real way that I would love my son and I would love my daughter and I would love my brother and my sister and my mom and my dad and my spouse and my neighbor. I would love my enemy, that I would love people with your love. For if I don't do that, what is this all for? That's why you are born again. That's why I'm born again. And that's how we live that out by loving each other. So I am going to have the challenge of living that out today. And I pray you accept that challenge too, to joyfully choose to forgive and be gracious with other people at such a level that it refines you and it refines me into the image of Jesus Christ. God be with you.